Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language and Soul to Business, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey, that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking to Stephanie Cleary, and we're talking about how to let go of the money trauma. Stephanie is a founder of Witches and Weirdos, which she helps misfit business owners of all stripes with bookkeeping and finance side of their businesses. She takes a judgment-free and trauma-informed approach to money and helps her clients feel empowered by their numbers instead of overwhelmed or intimidated. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. I am so glad to be here with you this afternoon. I'm very excited. And the first question I always ask is what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? I was thinking about this because I knew this interview was coming. I knew this question was coming. Um, and I would say what's coming up for me most right now is that my soul is telling me, reminding me that it's okay and good sometimes to not have a solid answer right away that you are allowed to sit in that gray area and not, not have an answer. But that's, I like it. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, what I love about this is most warriors are not comfortable. Warrior energy is not comfortable with gray, right? We are really comfortable with absolutes. It absolutes make us feel safe. Mm-hmm. And more than often, we will go to the absolute of what we don't want, because then we can feel a sense of bizarre safety in that versus going, we're going to write our story, people. Let's write it in a way that works for us and not against us. And so we all know that money in quotes has a lot. We could talk about this for ages and ages, right? Money has a lot of trauma wrapped in it. People will stick their heads in the sand, especially in their business when dealing with money. Stephanie, how do people start to get around that? How do they start to release that money trauma and, and really embrace it so they can make money their friend and make their numbers of their business kind of expand? Yeah, I would say, so first off, in our society, money equals safety. It equals choices, it equals worth. So of course, you're going to have, you know, to be very small things that just, you know, have no consequence whatsoever at all. If obviously, I mean, my voice is dripping with sarcasm. Good, Um, because I don't normally do sarcasm. So (laughs) I'm glad that you emphasized it. Um, So in my mind, the very first step of working with your money trauma is to actually take a step back and thank it because your trauma and your trauma responses more, more specifically are all they are trying to do is keep you safe. They are trying to keep you safe and protect you against the unknown and the scary. And 
if you are listening to this podcast, you have your money trauma has a 100% success rate. It has kept you here. It has kept you alive. It has kept a roof over your head, fruit in your fridge, and at least a penny or two in your bank account. So I think what the worst thing to do is just be like, I don't need this, like the trauma, it's it's not helping me. I need to get rid of it. No, you need to thank it and be with it and kind of give those sides of you a good, a good pet and, and comforting and compassion and say, thank you for getting me here. You've done your job so well. Yeah. And also it's time to, it's time to let you go out to play and take a nap. Yeah, you you can make war with it, right? And, right. And, right? right. You have to do what I call love submission, which is what I would do with Mushu the cat, who's now in the big cat box in the sky. But Mushu at night would scrape the wall. She would scrape the paint off the wall. And I would pick her up and I would hold her and love her and hold her until all of her body went limp and she would go to sleep, right? Love submission. Don't make war with it. Don't run from it. Let's look it in the eye and say, I love you. And you have no longer power and control over me. Okay. So then what's the next step, Stephanie? Yeah. It, I would say after you genuinely and compassionately thank your trauma and your, and your money stories, because if it's not genuine, it don't matter. It, it, your body knows, your right. nervous system knows if you're just phoning it in. Yeah. So after you genuinely say thank you, it is to start rewriting those stories. And, you know, you, you know where you are with money. The next step would be to imagine, you know, go on a little imagination playground. Where do you want to be? Where do you, what do you want your relationship with money to be? What do you want your stories to be? And just kind of let your imagination go for a little while and, and see where it lands. And, and I'm not saying that you're going to get there right away, but at least you have an idea of where you're going or where you want to go. Cause if you don't know where you want to go anywhere, but where you are is fine. And that's not really what, what we're going for here. You know, like you want to have an idea of, of where you want to go. Um, and then from there, it's just a matter of baby steps. Cause if you just try to jump, you know, if you're, if your money trauma right now is telling you, I'm just not ever the kind of person that's going to have enough money. I'm just always going to be behind the eight ball. If you immediately jump to money flows into my life with ease whenever I need it, you know, your nervous system again is going to be like, Oh, honey. Yeah. No, but let's not kid ourselves here. Like, let's come on. Let's be serious. Um, so if instead you can just do a tiny little baby step of, you know, something like I've got a lot of money stuff and I can go as slow as I need to. Like that's something that you wouldn't presumably you and your nervous system can kind of get on board with. And I think this is really important because I think people do all these money programs and they don't move the needle and then they berate themselves again, Right. You know, uh, we talk about this in the soul language community around heartbreak and money. We have a whole program around that. Like if that is not come into wholeness and completeness, you need it to start with a foundation that can hold what you want to build on. And I think people jump, like you were saying, right to the, Hey, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars 
but I haven't made a penny this year, but that's okay. Cause I'm going to make a hundred. Like you're, you're starting up trying to build on a correct foundation, right? So little steps, right? Baby steps are huge steps. And I don't think people understand that. Right. So do the small thing. I love this, Stephanie. Okay. So we've got some momentum. We've released some trauma. We've shifted the needle. Now we have to look at our numbers. Why is that important in your business? I'm saying, I'm asking this question and laughing, by the way, but tell us why that's so important in your business to understand the numbers. Yeah, because I would say pretty much any business decision at some level is a financial decision. And you actually need to know your numbers in order to make strategic decisions. So if you're just ignoring things, you could be actually working a lot harder than you need to be. You know, if you're in your mind, you're telling yourself, oh, I need to launch one more time or I need to take on three more clients. Do you actually need to? Like, do your numbers, is that the the fact of your numbers? Because you may not need to if you don't, but if you don't know, then you don't know. So you may be working harder than you need to. Um, so without those numbers, Um, you're making decisions in a vacuum. You're making a decision with two hands tied up behind your back and trying to do a jig at the same time. Like you're, you're making things a lot harder than you need to without those, without that data, you're just kind of making stuff up as you go, which is not helpful for a business owner. No, it's not. No, it's really not. (laughs) And how do we, you know, I think so often there's so much shame around money, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people often choose the wrong money people to work with. So what are some of the things that people should look for when choosing a money collaboration partner? Yeah, I would say, I mean, if if this feels so simple to say, but like someone that you're actually comfortable with, you know, someone who's, I was going to say, not going to re-traumatize you. I can't promise that any one person will not re-traumatize you, but, you know, someone who's not going to judge you for whatever decisions you've made up until this point that understands that we are all without a doubt doing the absolute best we can at any given time with the resources that we have. And there is absolutely no place for shame or blame or judgment when it comes to people's finances. And if you don't feel comfortable asking them even the most simple question, they are not the person for you. Like you should be able to ask, you know, I'm just kind of making stuff, you know, what's a pro what's, what's actually profit. What, what is the definition of profit? You don't feel comfortable asking that person that they are not the person for you. They should, they're the correct answer in my mind is, Oh, that's a really good question. They never teach us that in schools. Let me go over that with you. Like, that's a really good question. Let's get that nailed down before we go any further. Like, that's the correct answer to that question. And and just so you all know, that's the rule, right? For hiring anyone, right? If you're working with someone and they're consistently activating or triggering the not enough or the shame or the blame in you, uh, fire that person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, um, also like be aware what's happening in your body. How do you feel around that person? Right. And 
start to take action on that. And you want people that they're, you want to actually understand your rules. So one of the rules of Jen is words and actions have to measure up. And when they don't, for me, that's a, that's a deal breaker, right? So I'm not going to work with anyone that says one thing and does another consistently, right? We all mess up sometimes, but consistently does one thing and says another, right? So figure out what your rules are and really stick to those rules when hiring a person to help you in this subject that can have very deep uh, ramifications in your internal and external life. Stephanie, what big questions are you asking yourself now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. What big questions am I asking myself now? Um, I would say what... What is it going to take to stay consistent? And how can we make that more enjoyable than it has been in the past? That's cheating. That's two questions. Oh, I don't care. I love two questions. I love the, I love the renegade spirit where, wait, 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 now I'm going to change that. I love that. (laughs) That works for me totally. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole, um, you know, we found a good thing. Like, let's not mess it up. Like, let's stay with it. Like, let's, what is it going to take to stay with this thing that you're doing? Um, Cause that's not always my best. My, my, um, my forte is, is sticking with something. And I've finally found a thing that I really want to stick with. So it's like, okay, how can we keep this going? How can we not abandon ship? Um, and that sounds very vague and I don't mean it to, but it, not yeah. at all. Yeah. You, you constantly want to be asking, what's the thing that you do every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year to grow your business uh, or evolve your soul? Like those are great questions to ask. And the universe loves consistency, right? Yes. And we yes. tend to be very consistent about the not so good stuff, right? So this is your chance about being consistent about the good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Let's give out your website. How can people get more of your goodness? Yeah, you can find me at witchesandweirdos.co. Um, I also hang out on Instagram, same thing, witchesandweirdos.co. And I would love to love to chat with anybody. Love that. Okay, my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I've been waiting for this question. My magnet would say, have you taken a nap? <laughs> okay. Um, um, that's, yeah. that's the best answer I've heard yet, Stephanie. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what it means, but I like it. If anything is going wrong in my life or like I'm upset or anything, it's, you know, have, have you taken a drink of water? Have you eaten? But mine is, have you taken a nap? Because taking a nap, that just makes everything better. I love it. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. I'm so glad. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Ruzio, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning about more about this, your soul's answer and your purpose, access your free guide at www.themissapurpose.com. 
But more importantly, share the podcast with your community, leave a comment, contact me directly, and reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid.